0: and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you All right, Matt, I am so curious to know what is a great five-star review that we've gotten on Apple Podcasts lately? Oh, we just got a new one, Whoa. and this is from Adam Painter. He calls our podcast a treasure for the ages. He <gasps> says, you want jokes, singing, witty banter between two best friends? Lost Cultureistas has all of that and more. You can tell Matt and Bowen are having fun, and they want to take you along for the ride as they break down culture with each other and their talented and hilarious lineup of guests. I don't think so, honey, people who aren't listening to Lost Adam. Thank you, Adam Thank Painter. You Adam Painter. Come on Adam Painter Come on Well thank you so much Adam Now Lost Culturistas Is brought to you By the Forever Dog Podcast Network And you can follow Lost Culturistas The podcast On Facebook and Twitter Guys don't forget To get tickets to my show At the Duplex On December 12th And December 21st At 9.30pm It's called Matt Rogers Have you heard of Christmas It's gonna be really fun It's musical directed By Henry Kapursky And features Bowen Yang Dave Mazzoni Rachel Winitsky, And Catherine Cohen I'm super excited about it So get your tickets now At purplepass.com Look, man. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that culture? Yes. Goodness. wow. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And you know what else is calling? What? The time of the season. Oh. And I believe that every season, mm-hmm. I'm talking, of course, about the Christmas season. Yes. You see a lot of these things. What mm-hmm. am I talking about? Bowls, bowls, bowls. of candy. We have no such bowl on the table. No, but laying free in front of us is many pieces of candy. And you had pointed this out mm-hmm. like a true socio- sociologist, anthropologist. Thank you. Whiz. And thank you. You said it's the time of year when people are sticking their fingers in bowls of candy. Yes. And I said, wow, I didn't realize that was a seasonal behavior. Well, they do that with nuts all year round on bar tops. We all know we've seen the bowls of nuts, and, we ho- and I, I hope don't, we I to don't avoid the bowls of nuts. I was going to say, I, I don't get near them. I don't get near those, but then all of a sudden when it's like candy during the season, I don't even think about it. I dive right in, and it, what's the difference? I think, There's no difference. I guess. You're getting sick either way. And is it good or bad bacteria? We talked about this. We did, and also you know what? Probably a lot less kids at the bar where the nuts are. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more kids at the family gatherings where there's the bowl of candy. But the kids though have some sort of monitoring system built in, where the parents are like, Tanner, wash your hands. But do they no, listen? No, no adults. No adult is getting that sort of system built around. Them, I guess you know that, that's saying? right. So is it a dirtier? at the bar. I guess it also matters what's happening at the bar, you know? Are Absolutely. they are they um in an engaging conversation with someone that they're dating and they run to the restroom, they go to the bathroom, maybe they don't wash their hands on the way out know. and then all of their hand goes into the nuts. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's, just crazy. it's just crazy to think about. But you know what? In these what? crazy times I think we need to bring in a, a very special guest. Yeah, we need a rock. We need a rock and she's she's here with us tonight and <laughs> <laughs> truly we're so excited. Um and you know we're 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 thrusting all this responsibility on her, but that's fine. She's the rock. She's the rock. Okay, you guys. I mean, come on. She's the female Dwayne Johnson. The female Dwayne that's Johnson. That's what the industry calls. Absolutely. Our she's guests. always <laughs> selfieing from skyscrapers, <laughs> um, just like Dwayne does. Okay, guys. Um, our guest. I. You know, you've seen her and everything. You've you have seen laughed her at everything. her words and everything. Master of None, Bojack Horseman. We um, love, we love. Oh, she's in this new Harikanda series. The problem with Apu. Ooh. She she makes she makes a little appearance in that Bird and I'm, no, that. I didn't mean to scale it I didn't mean to qualify it with little appearance it's an appearance <laughs> now talk about what's premiering in January it's just talk talk about that. a new series on Comedy Central oh. corporate <gasps> I can't wait I've seen the promos I, they're nice minimalistic I go oh, what could this be and I can't wait to find out I can't wait either and maybe she'll tell us about it and it's she's real. written for Late Night with Seth, My- Seth Myers, um and uh, you can check out her amazing album that came out last year just putting it out there. That's the title. Wow. Right. See, you were just putting it out there, and also it's the title. And also that's and the I title. And I wonder if that thought went into the naming of it. <laughs> that it just rolls off the tongue like a, like a phrase, like an expression. I guess we'll find out when we speak to Aparna and Sherla. Hi.
1: Hi. Hello. No, I
0: did say, feel free to dive into these candies. Now, here's the thing don't feel pressure because, as we said, it's a germ spreader. Yeah.
1: But I'm not I, that's not why I was withhold, like not uh, showing restraint, okay,
0: sure. B- Do you show usually show restraint around uh, something as hazardous, like like infectiously hazardous as a bowl of barnuts, for example?
1: I don't think I'm a I'm a germaphobe if mm. if that is the qualifying standard.
0: No, yeah, you don't think you are. no, no, okay. Right. I think
1: I think it's good for immune system. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You have to expose yourself a little bit. Yes. You know, I know people that won't even touch the rails on the subway. Right. And I said, this is problematic yeah. because then you become a projectile on the subway and yes. you're flying all around oh. hurting people. And that to yes. me is-
1: More dangerous.
0: It's 100% more dangerous and unacceptable. Unacceptable. Socially. Yes. Socially.
1: Then but. everyone's responsible for your- physics exactly
0: I will say Parna I wouldn't reach for the M&M's just now because I have three in my hand you have
1: three brown ones I have three
0: brown ones just by coincidence Mm -hmm. and I I, I'm scared to put them in my mouth because I don't want the mic to pick up the chewing (laughs) I know I know about that too do you ever see the movie? Um, what is it? It's with Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lopez. Is it not? It's uh, um, oh. oh, it's I, I'm not, not, not made in Manhattan. I know, I that's know. The it's, one yeah, I was that, say. That's That's uh, fine. Wedding planner. Wedding planner. <gasps> okay. Do you remember in the Wedding Planner when? Um, oh, I think well, it was either him or her. Okay. And they were picking. I think it's him, and he was a dentist in the movie, yeah. or a pediatrician. He was a pediatrician oh, okay, in the movie. Okay. So he's picking out all the colored. M And she's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'll figure that, um, <laughs> you know, these ones are brown. So there's got to be less artificial flavoring in them. And so I figure I'll only eat the brown ones because then you're getting less artificial flavoring. And I thought to myself, that makes no sense. That has to be the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Who
1: wrote that line, or do you think it was improv? I think oh, was
0: an improv, baby. Imagine he came to set and was like, "I actually thought up this amazing improv, and it's science. It's based in science. <laughs> yeah, he did character research. Oh my god! I'm saying it, but he thought like the, he truly right. believed that the artificial coloring thing was true, and he brought it to the table. We'll never know.
1: We'll never know. We'll never, never know. know. Are you a Lo fan? I like J.Lo, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd identify as a fan. Right, right? you
0: appreciate what she is. Yeah. If you, if she was in a room with you, Mm -hmm. and you felt so compelled and moved to go up to her, strike up a conversation. Yeah. Mm. um, Would you? Would you? Would you say I'm a fan?
1: Oof. I think I might, out of uh, nervousness, (laughs) say it. But this is something
0: that our our last guest. Guy said, or two mm-hmm. two guests ago. Guy said. What did he say? Oh, he said that
1: he said a lot. There's, I bet he had some strong opinions. He oh, very he strong sure opinions. Did.
0: Very, he, very strong. But he's he he always appreciates it when people approach.'" A celebrity in a collegial status. Yes, that they're on the same level as that person, which is yes. a, a kind of insane. Well, they say oh. you don't want to appear as like a fan because then you're like a crazy fan. Oh, yeah.
1: I see, I see, I yes.
0: see. So I feel like you, Aparna, could just walk up to J Lo mm-hmm. and then just talk start talking about your projects. Oh, and then she'd be like, "Okay, oh,
1: this, yes." I think of J Lo as such a. I think anytime someone has multiple hats.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Or they're like hyphenated in their, Mm -hmm. you know, work. Yes. Yes. I think I get intimidated. Okay. Because I don't even know where to place her. Right. Right. It's like,
0: and how does she identify? Yeah. You know, is she identifying that particular day as an actress or a recording superstar? Right. You can't, the onus is not on you Mm -hmm. to figure it out. Right. So it's impossible. Just it's you, actually, you shouldn't talk. The, answer, the right answer was you shouldn't, shouldn't have spoken to her. To it's it. actually rule number 64 of culture. culture. Never, Never speak to s- a multi-hyphenate. multi-hyphenate. You That's true. Don't speak But them. Don't speak. But, uh, Barna, I, would, I would characterize you as a multi-hyphenate.
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, I think in comedy it's interesting because you can write and act and... What tweet and tweet? You can yeah. write, act, and tweet, and that's why
0: they call you um, a, a three-tool player. <laughs> yep, you're a triple tool, a triple threat. A no, triple threat. A triple threat is singing, dancing, acting. This right. is a triple tool uh, that's player. A three tool player. Three tool player. I'm sorry. I
1: think that's why, because she's a triple threat in the traditional. <laughs> yeah, and yes, you are yes. a three tool
0: player. <laughs> but of course, yeah. she's she's a worthless tweeter. We are all three tool players at this we, table. Three three tool players.
1: No, I'm a dancer
0: too. And you're a dancer. Oh wow! Four I'm of Ford course a dancer. Player. Yeah, the fourth tool. of My tap shoes. There you go. There you go. If you had a fourth tool, what would it be?
1: Um, What's this talent?
0: We don't know about you.
1: B- reading. Yes, reading.
0: the books. <laughs> so essential, essential. So and we that, able to
1: read in this industry. And for I don't think enough people read I in this so. industry. You know.
0: No. Uh, but okay, we can talk about this. Let's talk about it because where else are we gonna talk about it? I I've fallen off on my reading. Oh, until recently, and now I'm picking it. It's, I'm picking it up again. It feels right. Here we go. Talk about the talk about this book that you just read, and then we'll oh, get some feedback. Okay. All from, right. from the table. Sure. So I just um, flew back in from Thanksgiving on Sunday, mm-hmm. and on the plane ride, I've I finished "Call Me by Your Name," the book by Andrea Ooh. Simon, and then loved it was a, you know a wreck, like, enraptured like, by the book enraptured mm-hmm. by the book um had some issues with the pacing as I've mentioned and documented on this program but then we landed and as read the finished the book uh, within minutes of landing and I was like I have to see this movie tonight Could I have claims, to go yes well, um and I really just took advantage of my New York LA privilege mm-hmm. of early releases and I went by myself to go see it and um, you know went, went head first dove head first into the waters of this adaptation and was of course disappointed because how is it going to live up to a, to a book where every character is emotionally realized and fleshed out right. and so didn't like it and then I just ha- let me say this
1: Pultu- it, us, no. there
0: is a whisper network of gay men and just queer people who do not like call me by your name the movie and i count myself i'm going to out myself as one of them. i would say you were you were really holding back right now because you literally have said to me and quote and i quote no. fuck that movie i did not say that <laughs> you said fuck that movie i did not say that you said you D- hated it i'm going to out someone else right now <laughs> go ahead friend of the show prior guest of the pod John Early, because okay, Wow, so, you are too much. No, no, no. So John, he is a public figure. I, he could get I, it, this this a lot of no, trouble. No, no, no. This is what happened. You could get a partner in
1: trouble no, for saying that about John. No, right no, no. One no. of the biggest five tool players. <laughs> He's right got five now. tools. He's got five. He's, He's got, got five. the tap shoes
0: and more and the and singing more. and but, <laughs> the vocals. Honey. Well, John, this is what. So John tweeted. Literally, uh, this was a convergence of Call Me by Your Name things. Right before I stepped into the movie, I, I'm i on Twitter as we have as we, yes. uh, one of the tools. And then I see John tweets, call me by your nah. And everyone <gasps> is like, whoa, what? Just incendiary. Probably got many reactions on got the Got a lot story. of reactions. And I was like, I can't imagine. I was like, okay, I guess John didn't like the movie. And oh. I watched it. And I, wa- I will confidently say it did not color my perception or it did not sway me oh. one way or the other. Okay. But I watched it. And then I came out of the movie and I texted John. I go, John. I just I just came out of Call Me By Your Name too and I didn't like it either. Oh my god unless you didn't unless and I was like I was like and I think I hate it too unless you didn't hate it omg and then he texts back like 20 minutes later he was like no I fucking hated it and he was the one who said and I have the receipts and maybe maybe this is unfair. You are uh, burning a bridge he said fuck that movie. <gasps> well, and he and then he tweeted Michael Stuhlbark who plays the father who has this amazing monologue Wonderful at the end. performance. He goes Michael, Stuhlbar, Michael Stuhl, Stuhlbarg Michael um, fucking sucks too. And no. but more on that later. Oh, I can show you. And so John is John is them's fighting he's, words. He them's fighting words. Those are, he's coming out for calling yeah. by your name. Have you seen calling by your name? No. Do you know? Nor about- Nor read it. Yeah. That's well, fine. honestly, I would say. And somebody asked me yesterday, like, should I see this? And I was like, I feel like you should see. People it. should see it. Um, here's the thing though I feel like it's not for a queer audience it's for straight people it, or it's just for people to like understand that like queer narratives have this latent desire built into them and this is like the the example of that hmm. um but like also like we'll we'll go and we'll be like oh yeah like and even like even people who understand like what that is will go to that movie and be like yeah no duh yeah of course like like, in order to understand that d- that nothing happens in your gay life until later, you don't need nothing to happen in the first hour oh, of a movie. That's that, yeah, that's, that's what we're getting, getting at. They ride their bikes heavy to the
1: lake. With the, with, the, um,
0: with the pacing, with the tension building. Yeah. So, um, Aparna, I expect a full review <laughs> after you see it.
1: I will live tweet it. Thank you. Live, yeah,
0: <gasps> I would say that you need to use what one honor. of your tools.
1: Is there is this is
0: for the table. Is there a movie that was better than the book oh i I, I want to say yeah, right? I'm There's gotta be to think- one.
1: Well, definitely any movie where the book was made after the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Well, yes. You know what? I've never read but no, I, I, I don't I, think it can possibly be as good as the movie. What? The Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Oh. Because you don't have Meryl Streep in the book, I know. right? Right. Famously, right. she can do a lot of things. She can't appear in a book. She can't appear in a book. In a book. Neither can Emily Blunt. Let's not forget she about Emily. She can't be there either. Or Anto. Or the Emily lead, also can't appear in the, pages the, lead, of the book. Or the lead, the lead singer of um Rooney. Can't. He can't either. Who is in that? Um. But also. Um, the Wizard of Oz, of course. Oh right. Unless, unless, because the, the book is maybe more mythologized, uh, more completely. But the, I mean, the movie though. Yeah. The movie's uh, pretty iconic. So, so we, we've answered the question. I don't know. I think we've answered it. Do you do you think that there's a book that's better? Or I the didn't movie even that's know the, the, the Devil book?
1: Wears Prada was a book. Oh yes, it was.
0: It was. I think that um, it was like a former, like. It, or she wrote for like some tabloid or like an but like and she, and, a she, and, and, she, and she was Anna something. Winters assistant and she was and then yeah. she came out with this book and it like of course mm-hmm. took the world by storm took the world by storm honey well where was school for you
1: I went to college in Western Massachusetts okay mm. Amherst yeah
0: Amherst UMass yeah. Amherst, um, Amherst? You or Amherst that? College Amherst College the okay little one. it's it's one of the Amherst when people say Western Mass one of the big mean, not maybe you know not necessarily I'm, I'm that was just a lucky guess oh but Amherst is a great town.
1: It is. It's yeah. very new agey. Yeah.
0: Oh. Very liberal. Very liberal. Yes, very liberal. liberal. Very liberal. Unusual for a college
1: town. Especially
0: <laughs> in Massachusetts. Absolutely. for <laughs> <Absolutely. gasps> even that. Oof. Although Western Mass is kind of rural. Mm-hmm. No. I am I'm, i
1: don't know. I think Western Mass is weirdly progressive, or at least this area, I think because of the, the colleges. College mm-hmm. But I think you're right. Like Boston has some very conservative strains. Absolutely. Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't be that loud and drunk no. and be a liberal person. And be and be for a single pair. Um, <laughs> well, Boston College. Yes. <sighs> yes. See, I didn't get that that was, I didn't understand what a Jesuit school was. Right. And then we, I just don't know why I didn't understand it, but I didn't understand it. But we went there to look at it and I was like, oh, absolutely not. Right. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. You're not even in Boston proper. Is that true? Is, You're not in Boston proper. Really? Where Where it's a little you? bit out. That's Boston great. University, honey. Is that in Boston. right in Boston proper. Tufts, honey.
1: Medford. Yes, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emerson. Emerson, honey. honey. Right in the heart of the right city, baby. The Absolutely. Heart. You walk out and there it is, the harbor. Jay Leno. What? Their biggest he alumni is, the- is Jay Leno. That's not they true. wouldn't no Yes, it Whoa. is. They wouldn't stop talking about Jay Leno there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll look it up at the break. I'm almost positive I'm right. Oh my- Just like I was almost positive that Hugh Hefner was dead. Four months prior to him being dead, <laughs> sure. I broke the news uh-huh. of his death on the show. Did you really? We yes, did. and then we had to record something to put go in front of the episode that said, "Just kidding, he's not dead." Excuse oh, yeah. the first five minutes of this episode. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where I confirmed <laughs> the passing of Hugh Hefner, uh, but presciently you did. But yes, I, you I'm did. more yeah. confident saying that Jay Leno went to Emerson. Okay, but you're, there's still a degree of uncertainty. Mm, I would say. That I am willing to risk it all. a partner besides... (laughs) Willing to risk it all. Besides, uh, I was going to say something so annoying. I I was going to say besides you, who is like the biggest alum to come out of Amherst, but just who is the biggest alum to come out of Amherst?
1: No, I think... um David Foster Wallace. Oh, that's favorite. a good one. Probably,
0: yes, of Probably course. a little bit bigger than you, I think. I would but say also you Matt surpassed Besser. him. Oh, fun. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'd say David Foster Wallace probably wins out of the three of you guys. <laughs> I'm going to say um, <laughs> I want like a, a The Hours type movie mm. where um, you follow David Foster Wallace at college, you follow Matt Besser at college, and you follow Aparna at college. And Aparna, Aparna goes to a UCB show um, in her youth. Um, <gasps> With With what I was just, I, I just I'm enraptured Yeah With with a copy of You know it,
1: oh, in, Infinite Just yeah. yeah I was
0: gonna try to go for another one But I couldn't think of one um, uh, And you know It all converges at Aparna Absolutely You'd be the Meryl Streep In that scenario oh. And then We have it We have brought it back around She can't be on the pages of a book because, But she can be in this Dream in scenario this, Of an Aparna yes. Yes. film Absolutely And Aparna Would be played by Meryl Yes Yes Absolutely as we all hope to be, yeah, yeah. But she can pull off. No one would be mad that no one would be mad that Meryl would be playing, just someone no physical resemblance at all, right? No people would be. Mad. I think Meryl would be an amazing me. <laughs> I think she'd play me amazing. I yeah, think
1: she would be. Yeah, How I you, think, you she would think would do she'd do us all justice. Shh.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. Hard with, it's yeah.
1: hard with us because. We are different.
0: We do. We look. We look cultures. different. Absolutely, but you know, if anyone was going to do it, that yes. w- like it, it would be Meryl. Yeah, I. I don't think she would approach either my nor Parna's sort of emotional. Sim- for Parna's case, emotional complexity for my case, emotional simplicity, she would overshoot. That's it. That's horrible thing. She, she, she would add depth to me that was not there. And <laughs> I think that's I think that's that would horrible. that would play that, that would that would be very, very easily. Just people would see that and be like, that's, it'd be so transparent. people would be like, uh, Bowen was never like this. You know, <laughs> Bowen was not this emotionally mature. So that's that. That's my thing with Meryl. Do you think that the hmm. author that she played in adaptation was as wonderfully oh, fabulous to watch as Meryl was in adapt- adaptation? Oh, you're talking about. Um, you think Dingo Ate My Baby was this amazing miracle stop. of a person? You're talking about. Um, but for adaptation, Susan you're, Orlean, Susan Orlean, who oh, right. is wonderful, has her own podcast now. That's fine. Is she as good as Meryl Streep to watch? I, have so I don't know. Uh, stop it. She taught some she taught some classes at NYU. I don't care. Okay. Everyone Let me tell you something. has Everyone. a podcast. Everyone <laughs> has a podcast nowadays. Everyone teaches at NYU. Everyone has a
1: podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. It's You're right. horrible. Our partner, do you have, do you still have your
1: podcast? We're trying to resuscitate Great. it. It's good to shop do that. it around mm-hmm. to a network. Yeah, you
0: gotta have a network these days. We love our people at Forever Dog. Hi, hi, hot producer Joe. They're not our people. They're people. Uh, their own, and we work together. They're not our people. It's horrible for you to say. Don't not not the literal possessive. I'm just saying they're on. They're in our camp. Yeah. I'm. But you know, Aparna, you have to. You have to find the right people and you have to be able to call them our people comfortably. Call have them you
1: guys been working together from the beginning? From wow. the
0: jump. and That's
1: the dream. We're still Are you falling? asking about since birth? Hmm?
0: You're asking about since birth? Yes. No. No. Okay. We didn't know each other when we were born. Okay. But many years later we did meet. And then from that point on we did work together. Great. From we when did, we did. met. Yeah. Um, but I will say mm. that we have had some difficult moments. With who? <gasps> With me and you. Okay. Like what? Well, I would say that in the very beginning of our relationship, yeah, Bone was threatened by me. Not because of why you'd think. Which I don't know why you'd think. But he thought that I was straight and trying to <gasps> date the girl that he liked, allegedly. Yes, we did have a difficult moment about a what? female woman. About uh, a female woman. And this was when we were both in the closet. Um early days of college and I felt threatened. And I said, this... Bowen thought that I was going to date Shermung Bielefeld. Who now works at BarkBox? Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Shermung. I saw her at the <laughs> place where I wait tables the other day and I had... You saw her where? Her, I saw her at Brooklyn Crab like at the... You didn't tell the end me of of this. summer. Our old friend, Mung. She came into Brooklyn Crab where I wait tables, and I saw her, and it was like I had to do it like a double take. In fact, I took their order first, yeah, and then I was like, "Oh my God, you are Mung!" And she was like, "Yes, hi." And then we had a we had like conversation, and I texted Bowen, of course, oh. and it took me back to this place of animosity. Yeah. Um but Wait, you know. Where did
1: you guys go to college? New York, new York University. Oh, okay. University. So and there it isn't crazy that she would show up no. again. No.
0: No, 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 no. In fact, it's I would say likely. It was likely, but um yeah. you know that was the, the to think that Matt and Matt and I um just our origin story starts with over, over, a, girl over is a girl. It's very ironic. Crazy. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly. Bubbly bursts, Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. You know, I would also say that we probably have to be like, what, the 107,000th most notable person of NYU? Probably many thousands of people more notable than us from there. Not like Amherst, where it's like, you, David Foster Wallace, and Besser. (laughs) 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 Get the Olsen twins coming out of NYU it would have oh, to be like the 100 that puts us at at least there? 3 and 4. <laughs> no. I
1: forgot they went to school there. They did. They
0: did, they did. Um Aparna we're going to ask you the question now that we ask all of our guests which is what was the culture that made you say cultures for me? What was the culture that um was um formative for wrapped, you? Wrapped wrapped in, in a blanket um tied to the beak of a stork. Yeah. The stork flew in with a little you know a, a little um, a mailboy cap. Mm-hmm. And just gently placed it on your doorstep and you opened it and you said wow I've arrived at culture you remember the scene from the Prince of Egypt the movie animated (laughs) film about the birth of Moses yes and the story of Moses Um, you remember in the beginning of the film when Moses (laughs) goes down the river in the basket and arrives from the movie at the um, feet of the 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 pharaoh the Pharaohs. Um, you are the Pharaohs here and Moses is Is the culture culture that oh wow yeah. yeah yeah
1: Wait, would that one count as the book being better than the movie? Yes, (laughs) yes,
0: yes. I think the Prince of Egypt is better than the Bible. At least Exodus, the book of Exodus. Right, the movie better than the book. I liked it. It had much better songs. Yes, Yes. absolutely. I can't say any of these songs in the Bible. The Bible needed more songs. It needed a much better um, uh, score. Yes, absolutely. Um, But that's the question.
1: I feel like I I started – like I tried to go back really early when I was thinking about this question, and I just landed at Sesame Street. But then I was like, "Is that what everyone? No, says? beautiful. They don't say they that. Have, people okay. haven't said that. But you know what? That's because
0: they're not smart enough to say that. <laughs> and Sesame Street. I mean, it's what what a nice universal touchstone. Oh my gosh! I, I wonder if it still is though, because what it with, is, it affects lots of kids still to this day. And you know what they do, which I think is really good. There's an autistic character. Yes, I've heard about this. Really? Yeah. Did you see The Night of girl. Too Many Stars? Yes. They did a, a second where it was like they flashed to Sesame Street and it was uh, there's an autistic character and there's her best friend who kind of like uh, not speaks for her but helps her communicate because yes. she's there with her and they're kind of like a duo on the show. Yeah.
1: But it's beautiful. That it's is wonderful. beautiful. It's
0: wonderful. And they're little cute Muppets. They're adorable. Ugh. Oh, I yeah. love it.
1: And, didn't they have the first HIV positive character? They did. Yeah.
0: They did. They did. Oh, but he was he was also a Muppet? He, she was also yeah. a Muppet? They? They were, yes. a, I believe, a character on the show, a Muppet. Yeah, I, I don't that. think they were an actor. No. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you hear about it doing all these groundbreaking things. Yeah. And you're like, God, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was still on. Upon yeah. her, I love that answer. Now, what, Um, let's say you were being asked, you were booked on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. And what was, and you, and you were being presented with, you had to present the letter of the day. <gasps> what What's your letter?
1: Oh man. I'm ooh, I I'm gonna go with N.
0: N. You N. know what? Yeah. And then you and then there's a little snack there's some M Ms. <gasps> and then you get you go, No, no, no. We're gonna nibble N, N. on the Ms. Oh my I gosh. think that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Who would your scene partner be? Who was your favorite character on Sess?
1: I loved Grover.
0: Grover. Grover's the best one. That Grover is the best one. Mm.
1: Who was your favorite?
0: I love that Grouch. <laughs> I love Oscar the Grouch. I love a. I love like a. Yeah. Fucking unapologetic. Oh, like, yeah. She. I, I refer to her as the Grouch. As she. She was never having it. No. No. <laughs> I recently saw a little bust of Oscar the Grouch, and it was like something you could stand next to and pose. And then I. I just sat next to that thing, and we threw a lot of shade. <laughs> you and Oscar. Oscar's I a love shady that queen. Oscar the Grouch. You're right,
1: Oscar. Cookie Never. Monster is
0: the one too.
1: Oh yeah, Cookie Monster. But Grover was
0: so was so lovely and loving, and Grover had no hang-ups. Like Cookie Monster, the only subject matter you could talk about with him was cookies. So what? I'm saying, with Grover, you can open up, and you don't. He, he's not going to hijack the conversation from you. I got to tell you something. I can't picture Grover in my mind's eye. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> what, who the fuck is Grover? Do you know what we do you, you don't know Grover what we're talking Super about? Super Grover. Super Grover with the with the little knight's helm? Yes, yes. And oh the my cape. god! And the cape. Oh, you don't know Grover. The, I know Elmo, the blue one. No, Cookie Monster. The
1: blue one. <laughs> <laughs> the, blue? the blue one with the pink nose. Yeah, yeah no. The my nose. I only have the time. I only have time head.
0: for. I have time for two blue Sesame Streets, and it's Cookie Monster and mm. Gonzo. Gonzo, Gonzo. Dot com. Gonzo's Gonzo's a Muppet. Gonzo's a a Muppet, Muppet, Oh, shit. I mean, they're all technically Muppets, but like, Gonzo's more Jim Henson. You're telling me Gonzo wasn't in Sesame Street? He might have made it a cameo like Kermit would every now and then, but he wasn't a staple character. Oh, my God. Is it crazy that we're not saying Big Bird? Absolutely.
1: I never loved Big Bird, and I feel bad saying that even out loud. What is it
0: about about her?
1: I, thi- <laughs> I think, um, I don't know, I think I may be too big.
0: Probably too which big. Which I
1: feel weird about saying out loud. No,
0: because you know what, I, yeah. I, I saw I saw that Billy on the Street episode where it was Big Bird and Michelle Obama in that grocery store, and I did not understand the engineering behind that puppet. I was like, Who, how many people are in there? Yeah. It's gotta be a person in a suit, right? But it's or just, multiple it's people. like an eight foot tall thing. <laughs> yeah. It's on stilts, I guarantee. Right? But then and no, they, it can't the, be because the legs move arms so natural and the arms are gigantic. The hands are yeah. gigantic. Someone's operating the blinking, like, and the mouth. Like, what? How? What is the mechanism?
1: I think it's also because a lot of the Muppets felt like kids to me, and for some reason, Big Bird did not feel like yeah. a kid. But no. I think that might have been my size bias.
0: You're you're a size in the in the queer community. You're a size queen, um, <laughs> and I want to say that Big Bird. <laughs> a little too chilled out and I as a kid it really it rattled it was jarring I was like why is he that calm no one should be this calm I don't get it at all I think it's very disquieting I agree with you and I also would say that um, what would you say I would say that Big Bird um, the timbre of Big Bird's voice Something was very wrong. Like this, yeah. Yeah, something was very wrong. Hey, yeah. Birds don't talk like that. But they don't talk like that. Also, I have to ask this question: What kind of bird is that? I mean, we don't. (laughs) That's that's. It's we get that we understand that it's a big bird, but we don't know what kind of bird that is. And I I demand an inquiry. Very confusing. And you're you are setting an unrealistic expectation in child's minds about what an avian creature looks like. Yeah. Yeah, they don't look like that. No, they don't look like that. They certainly don't. And honestly, is it some sort of ostrich? Because right. why is it in no. America? And it's certainly why is it in New York and City? It's
1: all yellow.
0: Certainly why. You know what? This is a fashion icon on Sesame Street. The sure. Count. The Count. I'm saying the oh, Count. is oh, a Count. Oh. <laughs> the accessories, the cape, yeah, but the hair. You're going to yes. come for Cookie about being just about Cookie, <laughs> and you're not going to come for Count about just being Counting ridiculous numbers
1: Except, uh, very um pro-capitalism it's yeah, a, and i that. would
0: argue that the count's obsession with numbers means that he wants to have a conversation he wants to talk to the world in terms of universal languages which is math which is numbers oh. everyone knows what numbers are everyone can relate to numbers no okay, matter what I'm, your, I'm with you now it's and a universal language. It, it, the Count is a diplomat, the diplomat of Sesame Street. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say I love Elmo, but I have a problem with Elmo. Yeah. And it's less to do with Elmo as a person and more to do with the way I believe he was presented over time. Oh. His thing became too much about tickling. And, oh, you know, yeah. as we go forward in time, you have this idea that, you know, not everyone would want to be tickled. Yeah. Right invitations to Tickle the the, the the child that was Elmo. Yeah. I just, I don't know if I feel comfortable with his image being Tickle. Yeah. Yes.
1: Did you guys see Tickle? The documentary? Oh, no, no. I've I heard was... about this
0: <laughs> up and down though. Have I'm, you seen it? I'm normally not disturbed. Yes. Yeah, okay, tell, tell us I about was it.
1: super disturbed.
0: Yeah, okay. But
1: also because I don't even know. I don't want to give it away. Not that you can really give a documentary away. Talk but
0: more about it, though. I want it, to. It. I
1: feel like Tickle is like it's like a front. It's like a documentary front. Like the premise is a front, oh. and then when they when you learn what it actually is, it oh, gets no. a lot darker. Oh
0: no! Yeah, it's like um, Million Dollar Baby. It's like Million Dollar. <laughs> B- the front is a rom com, but then you realize
1: it's more than that. It's more
0: than that. It's it's a sports film. <laughs> um, you haven't seen that film. I haven't. You haven't seen Million Dollar Baby. I don't like Clint I also Eastwood. Clint Eastwood kid. Can... Million Dollar Baby. Fuck well, off. here's here, here I'll tell you this. When you you know a little bit about Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. What do you think it's about?
1: Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <Mm-mm>.
0: <laughs> sports. In sports, boxing. Right. You oh. think it's about boxing? It's not. I will give you what, away what it is. What is it? It is a drama about euthanasia. Really? What? Yes. Who's being euthanized? Would you like me to tell you? Spoiler alert! For those of you out there who have not seen the 2004 film <laughs> that won Best Picture at the Oscars, Million Dollar Baby, I'm going to give away the end of Morgan Million Freeman? Dollar Baby. Stop. Morgan Freeman. P- <laughs> tell you. Morgan Freeman's in that in the movie. He's very much in the film. Yeah. in a supporting role. Okay, who gets euthanized? <laughs> there is a scene where Hilary Swank mm-hmm. is boxing, and she is. There's a break in the match, and she's swung at by her competitor. Ooh. She gets punched, falls, and. She snaps her neck <gasps> on the chair. So, this happens like... What chair? I'm going to say... There's a chair nearby. I, listen, best picture winner. Okay. We can't argue with it. Okay. okay. The logic is inarguable. Okay. It won. Okay. You know, like many before. So, just like Crash. You know, you can't argue with you Crash. You can't argue with it Crash. It won. It's, it's a Crash. perfect it, film. It just won. It's perfect. Nothing problematic <laughs> Nothing or horrible it. about it at no? all. No. Not even a bad script. It won. So... <laughs> She snaps her neck on this chair, which is there, Ooh. and then this happens about two thirds of the movie in. So there's a lot of movie left to go. The yeah. Chekhov's gun of the movie is a chair. <laughs> That's I even, insane. I don't even think the chair appears in the first third. <laughs> so there's no warning about this chair. There's <laughs> never even a character that says like, "Better watch out for these chairs." You know, if you leave them out, someone could snap their neck. And but you're not you're you're saying there's not even one. Se- no. seating, seatable piece of furniture in the first two acts of the film. <laughs> it's very suspect, but it won't best picture. And so okay, we, we we, it. okay, we can't question it. Okay, so so, then so she what, does okay. snap her neck on this chair, and, and she's unconscious is for the rest of the movie. No, she becomes paraplegic. Oh no! And oh, so no. there is no one there, or her. Okay, her mother is very like white trash, like. Yeah wants her to like give her the money that she has from being a boxer or something. Mm -hmm. Like they want like there's this very upsetting scene where like all her life Hillary Swank has like tried to gain the favor of her family and like the love of her family and um she's the mother comes there and she's like pretending to love her and everything and then she wants her to sign um this Piece of paper that says they're gonna get all her money or something, and she comes literally in her like Disney World Mickey Mouse shirt, mm. like they're like on the way, I think. And she goes as far as to put the pen in Hillary <gasps> Swank's mouth to get because she can't use the rest of her body. Great. She's a quadriplegic, she's a quadriplegic, oh. she's okay. a complete oh, yes, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> she's completely unable to move from the neck. Okay. okay, okay, there's harrowing scenes of her trying to like end it because she's like a boxer she wants to live she no, wants to just, no. she doesn't want to live this anymore already... it's horrible no. and you don't you think the movie is gonna be about a woman boxer oh my but it's God. not it's paraplegia <laughs> it's very <laughs> quadra quadriplegia <laughs> so she puts the pen in hillary swank's mouth and hillary swank is supposed to like sign no. it with her mouth no. and hillary spank hillary swank <laughs> Hillary spank. <laughs> she spits out the pen yes. and says, "Get out of here." And the mother like leaves in a huff. And so, she says to Clint Eastwood, "You know what I want you to do." Oh, and no. he she is giving him the message that she doesn't want to live anymore and she's not able to carry this out. Hmm. So, she puts it to him to make the decision (gasps) to end her life Mm. and he does
1: whoa
0: that's a lot
1: that is a lot it is a lot
0: we should go see no, I don't wanna I actually that was what was so heartbreaking about it is cause like it won all these Oscars and Hillary Swank won a second best Actress Oscar woo 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 like it's gonna be about boxing it'll be Triumphant Story of the Spirit Triumph 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 right. Triumph and then you go there and it's this just devastating yeah it's horrid oh my god and she also, really
1: plays some real tragedies yeah. yeah
0: she doesn't know how to do light <laughs> Hillary Swank. She did one light movie. I want to say. What did she do that I was ever like light? Besides playing Heidi Klum in an SNL sketch, she was really good on she SNL. She was a really good Heidi Klum on Project Runway. Yeah, forgot. she bizarrely does all these tragedies, and then she's like one of the better like Comedian. SNL hosts. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: You know what? I think I think there's a, there's a campaign to be had about about booking her for something. Um, you know, light. You know what? Freedom writers. Remember that movie she did, Freedom Writers. Yes, Riders? that no. can, that you know that had some darkness in it. You know that can not have been a joy to watch the whole time. She was <gasps> in a movie about like, Hi, I'm a white woman at this all black school, and we're gonna learn oh, how to write. Right. Oh, literally Wasn't it was she that. in P.S. I Love You? Sure, she was in P.S. I Love You, and her husband is dead in oh, it the whole okay. time. All right, you're right. She's heavy. Oh, no. Heaviness follows her. She's heavy. Let me tell you something. She's no nothing wrong with heavy though. She's no, no. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Well. <laughs> All right, just picked any actress that's been in any light movie. <laughs> anyway, um, Sesame Street. Yes, I just want to just just bring us back to Sesame Street. Um, and for, you know, for, uh, for me, growing up a little little boy, not really knowing what English is, it was a very was a very nice thing to have. That's the you know that that, that that's just what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I'm getting looks. I was a no. Bond. I
1: I was just I just suddenly had a flashback to. When I was in like maybe fourth grade, and this girl who was like the cool girl uh-huh. said she never watched Sesame Street even oh. when she was little, and I was so disturbed by what it took to be cool in my mind. Well, that, what what happened to her? That what I don't know. What
0: it took to be cool in your mind was like withhold, like just or or just not.
1: Well, that even when you're like four, you know that Sesame Street right. is for babies.
0: Damn, that sucks. Or that even when you're four, like being cool is. Not engaging yeah, with something. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that. I know. I hate know. superiority. I think it's the least attractive it's quality. Terrible. It's Well, terrible. outside of like you know, ho- <laughs> being so race, many other being things. racist, being a sexist, being which is, is a form of superiority, honey. Absolutely, yes, it is. True. And you know what? That. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's you're welcome. The of I just—it's <laughs> the four tools. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it when people come in there and they say, "I'm not doing that," or "I'm, I'm better than this," or when they roll their eyes. At like, I remember this—this this happened to me in high school. We were playing manhunt, and we were far too old to be playing manhunt. Oh yeah. And some kid drove up in his car, and he was two years younger than us too. We were like seventeen years old playing manhunt. I'm not familiar. What's manhunt? manhunt? Is like hide and go seek, but higher stakes because it takes There's place cars? at night and oh. ha- on a larger scale. Okay, 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 okay. Hmm. And he was that like, oh, I'm not going to play manhunt. And I was like, wow, you are so much better than us. Although if you were in a social situation now and everyone was like, let's play manhunt and hide around the fucking city. You'd, you'd be like, say no yeah. for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't say no because you were better than You were me. above it. You would say no because, hey, yeah. listen, that's not safe. We live in New York right. City, et cetera. This isn't
1: a good time. In this climate. Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. To be jumping out Yeah. Screaming. <laughs> I just I just think there's a really fine line between superiority and just discomfort and saying no. You're putting a lot of you're putting a lot of stigma on saying no when that's not the time to be doing this. <laughs> so I think you should really think about what you're saying, Matt. I'm sorry, pardon you're catching us <laughs> at a really antagonistic time. Um but you know, this is this is just the dynamic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's because of the weather, I think. It's because yeah. of the weather. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Aparna and Charla. Okay, listen up, everybody. We have a new initiative in place. It's time to talk some business, wouldn't you say, Bo? I would say so. Okay. Absolutely. Now, uh, this new initiative that we're doing, um, I think that we have done pretty well. I think, Las Culturistas, we we've all had a good, fun time here, good, fun time. But it's time. It's time to. Raise the ceiling. Oh yeah. As they say. And reach the ceiling. And reach for the stars and reach for the top of the charts. Charts, honey. We want to be chart toppers in this new initiative called Operation Chart Topper or the Chart Topperation. Or or Project Chart Chart Topperation. Or the Chart Topperation Project. Now, whatever you choose to call this, here's the point. We want everyone to subscribe to this podcast. We want reviews, honey, that are nice. Mm. And we want five-star ratings. Now, it's not really just enough to garner all these things, is it, Beau? It's not. It's not. We have to get all of these things specifically in this order. Subscribe, rate, five stars, and review. Mm -hmm. So the little little typey typers at Apple mm-hmm. can 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 go, oh, look boss, a blip. Yeah. And that blip is gonna be the culturistas, the movement that is Las Culturistas. Yes, and so here's what's gonna happen. It helps this movement, and it helps trick these little computers, c- computer babies over at Apple and mm. iTunes, if we all do this at the same time. Yes. So here's what's gonna happen. Here's here's the project heart operation. We, in just a moment, are going to say, Go Go. And then from that go You have 20 seconds Which is all it should take you really All it should take you to go subscribe if you haven't mm-hmm. give us that five star rating and write a kind little review now it what can, can be go in your review yes what can go in the review tell um, you can give us a rule of culture and number it and we might read it on on the pod oh yeah oh yeah you can tell us what your culture that made you think was culture was for you was or you can just you know be kind yeah literally try to outdo each other with how rapturous the review can be yes how about that now listen Every week we're gonna be coming back and we're gonna be reporting to you on how many different reviews we've gotten. We wanna keep upping the stakes and we will read some of these reviews. Yes. So are you ready to get this started? I'm so ready to get this started. Let's go. On the count of three, let's say the and word. And What should we do in the 20 seconds to um to fill this time? Oh, um let's let's catch up, but let's let's talk about what we're gonna do this week, like what our plans are. Okay, I okay, love great. that. I love that. It. It's nice and simple. All right, ready? Yeah. Everyone, one, two, three, Go. Go! What are you going on this week, Matt? Um, Well, I'm going to see you mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be rehearsing for my Christmas show, Have You Heard, Heard of Christmas? Christmas? at the Duplex on December 12th and a 21st nine, at 9.30 30 PM. p.m. And I'm really excited about that. I'm so excited for that show. I know a lot of fun people who are coming to it. Oh, it's almost 20 seconds. Oh, my God. And you know what? It is. Wow. Wow. Have so, you left your review yet? Well, I actually have already, I left a review today. Yes. I have left my review months ago. Wow. And what so did you say for yourself? I said, what a fun podcast. By the way, I'm a co-host. To, to that effect, I said something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was very transparent about who I was, where I was coming from. Right. Right. But, you know, it's like. You got to be transparent. It's actually rule number uh, 17 of culture. You, you got to be, be transparent. transparent. So, please, please leave us a review. It really is um a great way to help the podcast succeed we want um all as many ears as possible on on the podcast so that you guys can all just join in on the fun and and talk about culture with us um and who knows what what new exciting things will come as we join the pantheon of chart toppers yeah it's going to be joe rogan mm-hmm. guys we fucked and us sorry my favorite murder <laughs> bye, bye. bye. And we're back with Aparna. Aparna, okay, tell okay. us about because the because the marketing for the show corporate yeah, is yes. very minimalist. Yes, it's, I, I don't really know. I haven't seen anything about it yet. Explain it to me. I haven't
1: seen all the promos for it, so I'm not sure even what you've seen. I've seen
0: subway posters.
1: Oh yeah, that is very minimalist. Which
0: is just Comedy Central is corporate. It's very it's very much like what Netflix is doing. Like Netflix is a joke with all their comedy oh, stuff. Right. I, I feel like it's sort of pulling from that same idea. Maybe. So anyway. I, I'm not getting it. I'm still not getting it. It's just, it's all it is is the the, the ads are Comedy Central is like corporate or something oh, like that. Oh, okay.
1: And it's just white letters on black, nothing else. Yep, 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 yep. Now, yeah. after
0: having been in the show, mm-hmm. do you know what it is more than <laughs> like what they would let on in the, in the, um. Because it sounds like the people making the posters don't know what it is. Yeah.
1: Oh, right. Well, <laughs> it is a workplace comedy uh, about a giant soulless corporation. So Mm. I think maybe they're trying to emulate that soullessness and how it's this like monolith brand and uh, everyone sort of just uh, squirms under its reach. Now what's your role in the show? I am the two main characters. They're like junior executives Mm -hmm. and I am their friend who works in HR.
0: You're the HR worker. HR lady. The oft- I'm gonna say the oft sort of worshipped or oft or maligned. Maligned. It's you, it's very hard to live in a middle ground with HR, in my experience. I've never <laughs> had an HR person. I've only ever worked in restaurants and the like.
1: Oh right, they never have. They that.
0: oh absolutely not, and that's the place where they should be the most. Right. Absolutely. So you guys have both dealt with HR people. Yes. Yes. So did you pull? Did you pull from real life?
1: Yeah, but it, it's funny because this show is like sort of the whole like corporations are people mentality. Yeah. Capitalism is king. So I think the HR person in this environment is a little bit always at odds with. Oh, OK. So yeah. you're
0: sort of like an antagonizing Antagonistic, yeah. Character. or I'm okay. just
1: like struggling with Great. trying to do my job. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. I would watch you do that. Yeah. For a hundred episodes.
1: You are serious. In syndication. Regular. I am. Yes. I love that. I'm so excited.
0: Uh When is the premiere?
1: January 17th.
0: Okay, that's a Wednesday.
1: It's what? Wednesday. How do you know this? How do you know
0: I'm, that? I just I have those that weekend. Sort yeah, but of, you have a sixth tool. I have a sixth yes. tool, which is yes. calendars. <laughs> Gregorian calendars. That's unbelievable that you just knew no, that. no, 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 it's, You're just, amazing. Stop. So incredible. Um that's a wait. So who's involved? I like I really don't know anything yeah, about is, the show. Talk to us Jake
1: about it. Jake Weissman and Matt Ingbertson are the two leads Great. and they co-wrote and created it with Pat Bishop, who's the director? Great.
0: I love Jake Weissman a lot.
1: Yeah, they're they're both real good in it.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And then, um, is it? Just uh, give it. Give us the whole rundown. Single sure. cam.
1: Single cam. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. No laugh track.
1: No laugh track. Okay, okay. Um, well, I'm
0: out. <laughs> I'm not watching that. Nah, I need Matt. A, I need uh multi cam with a laugh track yeah. with cues. Do you like any of those shows now? Like any any <laughs> multi cam so shows? I'm so out of the multi cam loop. Yeah. I
1: don't what? even know what is I should be watching. All I know are comedians I know making fun of young Sheldon. Right. right. Of course Everyone that is. Everyone is and
0: that's not even a multicam. It's not. I have to break the news about oh this. I had no God. idea. It yeah, that's is amazing. It's not a multicam. What? It is a single cam show and I was shocked when I was watching it. And I'll tell or you Do we like that or do we hate it. that? Okay, go. I think I hate it and I would hate it either way. But I'll tell you what I was watching prior to that and then I saw that Young Sheldon was what it was the show Mom oh which is, is with Allison Jenny soundtrack. and Anna Faris oh, right yes.
1: yeah it's funny it's funny I've seen that I've heard that before that it is it's good. funny and also
0: I will say this it's like the land of lost comedic actresses CBS got- or what? Jamie Presley's in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Missy Pyle is in oh, it. Oh, great. And it's like the four of them, and you're like, where are they? Like, like, And that's where they are. And I'm sure they're getting CBS money. They're doing fine. Oh, yeah. yeah they're
1: doing great.
0: I will say Jamie Presley was in a fat suit.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
0: Fat suit comedy is like alive and well on what? CBS. None of us know about it. But wait, it's happening.
1: But in a fat suit, like. Like her character always
0: you know? Her no no no. Oh. I think that her character on the show has gained weight oh. and no. it's funny. Mm. And she's in a fat suit. No And that's funny. See, I think this is all signaling <laughs> towards um there me ne- there will I, I can't wait for the next prestige multicam show. I think we're due for that what would you say the last one was in your I mean, mind I mean like maybe Seinfeld I mean that, okay. whatever that's like the stock well, answer well in terms of actual prestige in terms of like what's, what garnered awards oh like, uh, the the, the all New, Adventures yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, New Adventures of Old Christine won things yeah New Adventures of Old Christine won things
1: How the, I it. Met Your Mother How I, think, I Met Your yeah. Mother
0: and then like there's also Two and a Half Men was Oh, was sad. nominated for shit doesn't mean it was actually good but in terms of prestige yeah i guess mom she won best supporting actress a couple times but oh. i'm oh. saying oh. i'm saying like something that is like actually good i'm no no not even that cuz i'm sure these shows are great mm-hmm. but it's like something that like is not necessarily pandering towards like
2: Oh, of course,
0: Middle America, which right. is fine. Like, there's pl- I'm just saying, there's plenty of that. Populist is populist for a reason. Populist, yeah, but, a lot yeah. of people like it. And so, I just want there to be like a multi cam show that's like a little bit like, whoa, this is like specialized in some way. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But corporate, okay, I'm so excited now because it's got great people, it's got you, and it's 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 a very relevant premise, mm-hmm. and um, I can't wait to see it. What, what else can you tell us about it?
1: Um, so the CEO is played by Lance Reddick, and he's real great. Oh, uh-huh. I know
0: him from Lost. Yeah,
1: Lost and wow. The Wire even further. Back. Yeah, oh my wow. God. He's
0: kind of scary. He
1: is. He's perfect. Oh, he's great. He's so good. <gasps>
0: okay, great casting already. Okay, great casting. Okay, great. I want to say one more thing about Mom. Okay, just... Because you moved on to another conversation, like like the wind. Wait,
1: what's the premise of that? Really, and this is what I want to say. Okay,
0: it's it. It is bordering on a prestige topic. Okay, because it's about a mother and daughter who are both recovering alcoholics, Mm -hmm. and everyone on the show is a recovering alcoholic. That's great. Oh,
1: that is which
0: which is good. And also, I think it like it does. It it's not like oh well, she fell off the wagon. It's not that kind of humor. It's just about these women who all and it's all women. The cast is all women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like about that. these women that have this kind of community that mm-hmm. they were alcoholics. Every episode, I think, has like at least a scene in AA where they're uh-huh. all kind of chatting and talking to each other. And it's actually this kind of nice thread. And it's actually, there were some moments in it that were actually funny. Yes, there was a fat suit, but <laughs> right. you know, I guess on CBS you can't have it all. But it was a different kind of. Thing, You know what I mean? Right. I was like, oh, I can actually see that being brought into a pitch meeting and being like, huh, yeah, that's actually really interesting. And, you right. know, it's not like, you know, your 30 Rocks or your whatever's didn't have fat suits either or, or employed some sort of humor that was in that same vein. What are you saying? Sure. That Tina Fey isn't perfect? No, I'm saying that, like, that kind of humor. It's okay if you are saying that. That kind of humor just sort of. Per, like, pervades everything. Right. For me, it's right. through everything. Oh, yeah. All I mean, like, there's going to be easy jokes everywhere. It's just that this character's, like, arc right now is that she's fully in a fat suit. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just funny that w- that's happening and we don't know. We don't know. And we, what yeah. do you mean we don't know? Oh, oh like, yeah. We're like, not, to, because that's, we're not, not, we're not watching. that it. show isn't, like, our jam. Right, sure. Right, but it's right. like, I mean, you have, like, you have, like, fat suit Betty Draper. And, like, that's, it's not a comedy, but it's like, it's that same thing of, like, whoa, like, this is her story is that she, she gained weight. Like well, I well that's different. I think okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. here's why I think it's different because Betty's weight gain—that's like a dramatic beat in her, ca- okay, her sure, character's sure, sure. life. Whereas Jamie Presley wearing a fat suit on Mom is to lap. figures into her journey c- coming out of alcoholism. You know what? Maybe, maybe. I'm just saying the way it was depicted in both. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Wow. Oh, man. They both also had a dark black wig because, of course, brunettes. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. What's going on? They look like a fucking mess. They look
1: much worse. <laughs> they look much worse.
0: Much, much worse. Um, I mean, I um I think they're I never watched um God, I never watched workaholics. I feel like I've been like really jonesing for like a workplace comedy too. Because, I'm interested.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a big workaholics person either, but it was, you know, massively popular. It, h- that was a huge. single cam, right? That was single yeah. cam. Yeah.
0: I feel like it. P- some people say it, like it paved the way for Broad City in some way. There was just like this, like really Maybe a, The buddy vibe. The buddy vibe yeah. and like you know, you flip it, and this might seem simplistic too, but you flip that, and like, what if it were two women? Oh, right. right. Um, well, it feels like Comedy Central kind of has like. Is Two out. audiences mm-hmm. right now. They have mm-hmm. like their you know, Broad City and Inside Amy Schumer audience, yeah. and then you got your like Workaholics and like Tosh audience. Yeah. So where would you say that this show fits in tonally if you were Well, to, that's like,
1: what's interesting. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it fits squarely in either of those. Right, right, right. Because I think there are veins of, um, I wouldn't say it's broy at all, which I think Tosh and Workaholics might- welcome bros more easily. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We could call them but it's not anti bro either. So right. I feel like they, they might not know what exactly yeah. how to feel about it.
0: But see, I like that this is like a, a four quadrant, shall yeah. I say yeah. a four quadrant show. Mm-hmm. hits all the quads. Yeah. What are the quads you would call? I would say um you know I'm not going to you know you traditionally you would break this down by age group and by gender. But no, I will, well that's what the industry is doing and so we should do it too because the industry is of course right when I gonna choose was a no, best no, all no, oh, right. Yes. I absolutely I'm not disputing that I'm just saying I'm going to let's let's all make our own quadrants maybe as an exercise. I'll mm. start. Okay, go um, ahead. Um you know people who stay at home and um you know have, like, a, a little tub of chicken salad in the fridge. <laughs> seems like a small quadrant, okay. <laughs> just, No, uh, there's, a, there's A lot of people fall under this umbrella. And um, another quadrant is people who, um, like, will, um, like, write down in a, on a piece of paper, like, must shop for candles. I, again, um, seems small.
1: These so specific. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: And then, but you you would be surprised. No, yeah. Um, and th- that th- this is so general. Um, and then, uh, People who um, write down on a piece of paper. Um, this is a different quadrant. Mm-hmm. Must mm-hmm. go shopping for candles Can and chocolate. Yeah. How many quadrants are there? <laughs> Four. A, a oh, there's only there's, there's only one more. There's only one more. So yeah, right, people that write down yeah, 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 yeah. must uh-huh, buy candles. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You have people with the chicken salad. Yep, yep, yep. People that do both. Who do? Who, no, who um who write down must buy candles and chocolate. Okay, and what's the fourth <laughs> quadrant? The fourth that one encompasses is, everyone else. Um, people who live in. Nebraska <laughs> okay <laughs> those are the four quadrants and I okay. think I think I'm so excited that corporate hits all of those that's amazing <laughs> what would you say the quadrants are for you for me there's two the, that's not a quadrant those are just two halves okay for me there's four okay <laughs> there's ocean people yes <laughs> mountain people yes <laughs> desert people yes and forest people which one Whoa. are you me yes ocean I think I'm, I'm from an- Long Island which is an island um, surrounded I'm, by water so I have to be an ocean person and there's very little mountains or desert or well there's forests but you know sure I'm probably closer to that quadrant okay. but I, I I'm an ocean person I mean I, I from I college. can breathe underwater too I should say that okay from I thought
1: it was two quadrants
0: to, you thought it was two quadrants mm-hmm. no I thought it was um. so the qua- so the two axes are age and gender but
1: so I we thought it was young males 18 to 34 and then everyone else
0: wow really? well that's I think a Aparna's making a comment
1: a, I'd like to make a comment.
0: She'd love to make a comment, and you know what she, she has, something has. To say. and she has. What are the four quadrants for you?
1: <laughs> well, I guess if they get one quadrant, then the other three would be everyone else, and separated by what old <laughs> babies, <laughs> yeah. old babies, and third would be non-age conforming. Wow, non-age conforming.
0: that's one we haven't old. gotten to yet. Yes. Non non-age conforming. <laughs> I'm sure, truly I mean who knows I identify as I'm, 19 <laughs> I'm not gonna be one I'm not gonna be someone who's, who speaks to identity politics around age mm. whether it's valid or not but you know what it's a quadrant and so we've acknowledged their existence whatever happened with Rachel Dolezal <laughs> she um she's still out, she's she's still still out, out there. there I'm sure she had or has a book coming up Oh, you gotta get the book. Um, you know, if you're Rachel Dolezal and you don't have a book, you missed the boat. Who
1: would play her in a movie? Meryl
0: Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep, Aparna. <laughs> you're right. No. You know I what?
1: I didn't, yeah, why didn't yeah, I even think about that one?
0: Yeah, I don't know who would play her. Catherine Han. I'll, I'll tell you what. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> do, Ooh, do you remember great. when Angelina Jolie straight up did do blackface? No. and what movie? A Mighty Heart. Where she played the, Angelina the, Jolie. Yeah, she played the journalist Marianne. Oh, Pearl. A mighty, I think you're <gasps> talking about a Mighty. I Mighty Wind. I yeah, she played that. the journalist and Marianne nev- Pearl, no who was one black.
1: Ever said anything about? Wow. That. Yeah, she was
0: nominated for awards. That's this was, so weird. This
1: was within ten <gasps> years
0: ago. Yeah, this this is a thing. That's crazy. That's
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't. It was played straight up. It wasn't like some like comments on that like <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I mean, which ugh. still is like right on the oh, edge. Yeah. 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 But yeah. like. It was fully her playing someone who was not what? her ethnicity. Yeah. Um. I take back what I said about Catherine <laughs> Hahn because that would be like a little controversial. I think you need to cast someone, um, who uh, has the background of both, and that would be like a Maya mm-hmm. Rudolph. You yeah, know?
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 If
0: it's if it's not Meryl, if it's not Meryl, or um, we of course let Meryl. And then if it's not Maya, I- then it's Catherine. Maya Rudolph actually is an amazing actress. Yeah. Of course she is. Did you see Away We Go?
1: No. It's <gasps> really good. Is and that pa- the one with Jim Krasinski? John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yes. John. yes. Jim, of course. Maggie is from the Maggie Gyllenhaal. They blend Hall. together.
0: They're very similar. Very similar. Maggie Gyllenhaal. And then. Um, oh, like, yeah. Maggie X- Gyllenhaal was good in that. And if you're married to Paul Thomas Anderson, you've got to have the chops. She's, g- she's great in Big Mouth. Um, okay. Um, so. I think this is like I'm scared to watch the show a little bit because it's Way. gonna it's gonna feel like really well, that real. wasn't the, now you put it in her head no, that no, she's no, no, coming no, 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 no. and made the show seem terrifying. No, 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 not terrifying because it's gonna feel like really it's gonna just elicit like wow capitalism is bad. It's this bad. It's this mm-hmm. bad at every level. It's this bad at, at every company. And but you know what you're making you're making it humorous. So that will be.
1: It's actually a rule gift.
0: number. It's rule number seventy-five of culture. You gotta, you gotta make humorous. humorous. I'm. You gotta make don't it. Don't make fun of my words. <laughs> I don't. I know my heart. No, I don't know my words, but I but know, I my, know own my heart. I do know my heart. That's my quote quote Matt Rogers. I, look, I'm gonna watch the show regardless. I, look, I think you've done a great job of promoting Thank it. I'm you. certainly not gonna come here and say that you've done a shitty job promoting it. I'm not gonna come over and shit on my guests. Oh, Aparna, we've god. been trying to get Aparna on the show for what I know. seventeen years. Seventeen years. Oh my god. And you since know what? I was one since old. you were one year old, since you're one, she of course identifies as being eighteen year old woman. <laughs>
1: eighteen
0: year old woman. <laughs> Aparna, <laughs> I think, um, you um, could be cast as young as five.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. I'm like maybe like you know th- maybe I don't know if you're you know the, for the, for your next role if you want to play under your age, over your age, but I think you have you can reach. That far back.
1: That's so nice. Yeah. Have you guys seen Ladybird?
0: Yes. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I haven't either. But I but I was like, oh, she's so young. But mm. then she's playing a little younger.
0: And she's playing. Yeah, she's playing like seventeen.
1: Which is so refreshing.
0: Yeah, she is. Well, by the time this episode is out, she'll have hosted SNL. Mm. I think she'll be wonderful. I'm
1: excited to, I'm see, her excited her. Yeah, to yeah, see her. I'm very excited I think
0: she'll be wonderful. I think she's a talented actress. And also, it's a very Irish episode because the musical guest <gasps> is you too. What? Can you believe that? How huge that is for Ireland.
1: That's a big win. <laughs> for that episode Ireland?
0: is the big. Uh, they better have some Ireland sketches. They yes. I want to see a Blarney Stone. A
1: Blarney. Although, Stone. can I tell you
0: something? Yes. I was recently in a room where there was being (laughs) sketches pitched yeah, and somebody wanted to do a sketch about the potato famine and somebody spoke up and said, we can't do that because it might offend some Irish people. Or there was like a potato joke and someone was like, we can't do that joke because it might offend Irish people. And that's when I think we've just gone too far. We need to be able to make jokes about potatoes. Yeah, with Irish people in the audience, and we have to laugh at that. Sure. I mean, I, I call can't. me Jerry Seinfeld about that. I won't go on any campus <laughs> where I can't be an Irish person and sit there and joke. take a take a potato joke.
1: Oh my gosh! What well, was it? Punching up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I guess that's a valid question. I d- yeah. I don't remember. If if it's punching up, then maybe but you can't punch down at starving irish people.
1: Yeah, was it was it taken down big tato? Big tato? I think it's <laughs> happened tato. long
0: ago enough that we can talk about the okay. potatoes. Okay. Don't you think? I yeah, okay. What's your what's your disposition <laughs> Noth- now? Uh, nothing. I mean I'm agreeing. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Our partner, let's say you go to a college. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you still do colleges? Mm-hmm. You go to a college, you say they say you can't joke about blank. And you and and whatever this is, you you walk, you go. I'm sorry, I can't do the show.
1: Oh, what would that be? Yeah, I guess depression.
0: Sure, uh, sure. okay, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, I okay, I can't, I can't do that. I can't yeah. do the show. That's fair. Do you have a writer at all when you go to the, go to places?
1: I keep forgetting I have to fill one out. Really? Okay. I have the default one right now, and which is I water. Keep it, it's wider and like usually they'll put out like three granola bars uh-huh. and like two mm. pieces of fruit <laughs> and it just looks real sad. But
0: that's a solid Right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You I would should ask, ask for more. I would, I, I would have decadence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I definitely would. I would get um, probably like a bowl of cherries. <laughs> oh. And, you know, a little bit of microwaved Nearby, nearby just microwave nothing gourmet yeah um and like a can of whipped cream or something you know for the cherries oh, wow. yeah and of course there couldn't be anyone speaking to me the whole time yes yeah I don't want to be spoken to that seems rel- that seems reasonable <laughs> that <laughs>
1: one's yeah. hard because there's all those student papers who want a piece of you yeah and oh, I would yeah. not want to
0: talk to them and if they did speak to me I would really <laughs> <laughs> really really um hurt somebody, hurt somebody. <laughs> <And> that <laughs> would be that would be awful <laughs> absolutely yeah um what No, i don't i, I think i still want to i still want to ask Aparna what would what would the additional items be if you were oh to yeah if 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 we had given you we'd say Aparna, we can get you anything for your last cultural appearance
1: oh what would i have requested
0: yeah
1: oh man we obviously probably like the latest it. self-help book yes oh, okay um, to read while you're waiting for this to happen. <laughs> yeah. to go on
0: yeah <laughs> just in the, while we're setting up the mics just skim through it
1: like Bedroom slippers. Ooh, yeah. Yes. want to not wear shoes. Um, maybe like a, lo- a low key pillow. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Just a hold. Just just items that you could use to build a nest. (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
0: Nesting self-care items. Mm -hmm. One quick question before we go to I don't think so, honey. And this is really important. When you get home, shoes come off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, me too. Right away.
1: I feel weird walking around my apartment with my shoes on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I thought mm -hmm.
0: you were going to say, I feel weird walking around with shoes. And I was going to say, yes. (laughs) I don't want to wear no shoes.
1: If I could get away with not wearing shoes in New York, I would. Mm. Yeah. But it seems like a risk.
0: Seems like a risk. Do you want to know something <laughs> kind of weird about me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep with socks on. That's not weird. I think w- that's, weird. that's not weird. But here's why. does oh. <laughs> <is> a qualifier. <laughs> I can't sleep with socks on because when I was little, my uncle told us that if we slept with socks on, then the boogeyman would get us and come out of the closet. And I, no. and I still can't sleep with socks on.
1: Why would he do that? Because yeah. he's a terrorist. Oh. Stop. An emotional oh, terrorist. You
0: can't. You have to grow out of that. I know, it's so hard. I'm also superstitious because of my mother. Don't step (laughs) on any cracks, don't walk under any ladders. Yeah. What? I know, it's really crazy. Also, the number 13, terrified of the thing. What? Oh, the number. The number itself. Number 13, don't like it. Black cats, I will turn around (laughs) and go the other way. Oh, boy. I'm not kidding. I'm very superstitious.
1: Mm. Oh, dang. As
0: Michael Scott on The Office say, I'm not superstitious But I am a little <laughs> Yes <laughs> Which I think is one quote. of the great That's a great comedic quote. Lines. That's a great comedic quote And um, You know uh, On that note mm-hmm. I think it's time To go into I don't think so honey Yeah one, would, minutes one minutes of quotes. One minute of quotes. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't think so, honey is our segment where we take one minute to rail against something. This episode in is very NPR. We're like it very like so we're love very measured. We love the vibe. I love the vibe. Um this is Matt, you said you had one ready. I do, I have one. Oh, thank I gosh. need to speak on this. Okay, so this is Matt Rogers'. So Matt will go, I'll go, and then a Okay, if then I'll be honored. I'll be ready. Perfect. Okay, so this is Matt Rogers' I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey, Megan McCain. (gasps) Listen, I would take 15 (gasps) Uh, Jedediah Bielas before one Megan McCain. uh, I don't think so, honey, Megan McCain. You are not who I want to see co-hosting The View. uh, Listen, uh, if you're going to be conservative and blonde on The View, be tolerable. Listen, uh, if if when they turn to you to talk about the frilly pop culture stuff, have something to say. Megan McCain, you're always like, I don't know why we're talking about this when it's uh, like about uh, Taylor Swift. It's like, bitch, that's what you are there to do. You're there to have an opinion of you. On everything, 30 girl. I will say this: when the and also, I don't think so, honey. The View when the second most intelligent person on that whole panel is Sarah Haynes, we have a problem. Okay, I will say this: Joy, it's so we we get it. Joy, it's the same. It's been the same. Sonny Holston, you can say you're a lawyer as many as you want. I don't think you're that smart. You do not seem that smart oh. to me. Megan McCain, you <laughs> offer nothing. Bring back Jedediah Beale. Whoopi, you, you are amazing and definitely the icon. But you check in and check out. But this is about Megan McCain, and I don't think so, honey. Megan McCain, the daughter of John McCain. And that's one minute. Wow, Whoa, that, <sighs> that kind of became out so, to Sunny the to View. Say. Well, can I tell you, I. Don't like Megan McCain. Of course, it's like I would rather have Elizabeth Hasselbeck than Megan McCain. At least she's compelling. At least she's like, like I don't know. At least there's like some spirit to her. Like Megan McCain, it's like she's been on. I watched the View, <laughs> and Megan McCain. She's been on the show for like two months. We had to celebrate her birthday and her wedding, bitch. We don't know you. Oh, wow. Earn it, earn it. Mm. I looked at H. P. J. in the eyes when I say this. Yeah. Megan McCain has to earn it. Sure. What has she done to earn it? Her father is who he is. No. Also, stop acting like it's cable news. You need to take a daytime talk show hosting course. Okay. Because you are not welcoming. I don't know. I just I don't like her. There's an, there's an art to it, and she's she's not there, there. There's an aptitude gap. And also, she does that thing. I was talking to a friend, and he mm-hmm. brought something. brought something up. Really astute. <laughs> mm-hmm. She does that little. Spoiled rich girl thing, which is the second you don't let her say everything she wanted to Aww. say, she throws a fit. It's mm. like if she doesn't get all the way through a thought and like somebody jumps in, yeah. which they do on The View, because yes. we just ain't got time. No okay. time. She'll throw up her hands and be like, Well, I guess that I'm not going to be able to do what I'm supposed to be here to do, which is to give the other perspective. Oh, you can't do <gasps> that on TV. Like, oh, shut up. You can't but, do that on TV. And they fired Jedediah Abila, to get her and look, mm. Jenna Dybula is like a libertarian, and like I had my problems with her. Like she, sometimes I was like, "Oh God, that's insane!" The things she, she says, and she was like one of those people that's like Hillary, I could never vote for, her. you know, like one of sure, those. Sure, sure. But you would rather have the, her back than at least at the end of the day, she was warm yeah. and like had fun things to say about things that weren't just politics. Meghan McCain is ice cold, mm. and I'm not into what I think is. And I'm just gonna say this: mm. ABC only, only having her on the show so they can have access to McCain in his final years. What? what? I think it's. I think that's what it is. What do you mean access to McCain? <laughs> I think that they can get John McCain on the show for an interview. For you know, oh. I think it's a whole that's ABC a, News conspiracy. That's a long con. Why else do we yeah. need Meghan McCain? Because she like has sort of been on the peripheral, the periphery of like she writes. Articles every now and then. I want to like her. I think maybe. She's I want to like her. I keep wanting to like her, and then she says things like, "They were all going around the table and saying who their celebrity crush was, and she said Paul Ryan. Oh, no, my God. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not even cute to think celebrity he's hot crush. Oh, my Paul celebrity. Ryan, and the audience <laughs> groaned. And I was like, thank you. That is literally so funny. Sonny Hostin, who I'm sorry I don't like. And um, <laughs> is there any Sarah is, Haynes? They both said Idris Elba. Okay, fine. And uh, I think uh, I forget who Joy and Whoopi said or whatever and then they got to Megan McCain she's like well mine's Paul Ryan and the audience goes oh <laughs> like of course it is so dummy. is there any good host oh, on The View right God. now? they're all good I mean Whoopi is when she wants to be there yeah she's great and, but but sometimes you just get the sense that Whoopi is just giving takes to the audience. Like, can you sure, believe sure, we're talking sure. about this? And yes, yes, Whoop, we can. This is The View. <laughs> right. You signed up for it. You're the moderator of the show. You've been on the show for 10 years. You damn well know that we are talking about this. Uh-huh. You, you are there. You see the, pr- the prompts beforehand. You are not cooler than this show, Whoopi Goldberg. <gasps> She's superior. I don't like when oh, she acts like that. Sarah Haynes, she's really giving her best effort. I don't even know who she was before the show. She's like the blonde, yeah, we're liberal, she, I fun one. No she's, she's like was. always pregnant. She's very that. Okay. Joy is joy. Yeah. Um, and then there's Sonny Hostin, who I'm sorry, I just I don't get. It. I gotta say, and this is not just because she she's a sh- she's a podcast sister, but Michelle, when Michelle was on it, Michelle she- Collins, it was never better. Oh, it was never better.
1: She's the queen, though. She's, I will she's say, the queen of talk.
0: The best, yeah. the best of when it was in recent years was Whoopi, Michelle Collins, uh-huh. Raven Simone, oh. yes. Which I'm sorry, I love Raven. She's, I mean, Even though she said kooky stuff on that show, she's a kooky, I kooky. love Raven. Uh huh. Fine and. I guess Jedediah Diabila was like a conservative talk show. Who was the full, show? the full the Fuller House? The full House? Oh, person. Candace Cameron Bure,
1: and <gasps> she, I, she she's a dummy. She's a dummy, but she's conservative. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: she's very, very conservative. conservative. But also, I appreciated <laughs> the fact that like she was the conservative one, and also was like by far the dumbest. <laughs> so it was like she'd be like, I don't know, every day I pray, and everyone was like, Oh God, like, and it was like fun oh. to have that. <laughs> now I mean, it's like you have Megan McCain who's like superior about right, her like right, garbage right. point of view, which yeah, is the yeah, trickle down yeah. works. You know what I mean? I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Ugh. I love your whole breakdown of that. I
1: know. You had so many passionate takes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's what we—that's what you get out of Matt Rogers, that I don't think so, honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 so do you have one? Um, I think so. I think so. I hope that you yeah. do. He's mm-hmm. rarely ever prepared Upon porno. Oh, uh,
1: I'm never prepared. That's well,
0: okay. You're both <laughs> out with you both. I'm going to start hosting the show with Michelle Collins. Mm-hmm. She'll right. do it. She'll do it. And Bowen Yang's time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The line at Halen Hardy today, (laughs) November 28th, 2017. I went in there with a simple mission. A medium chicken pot pie, no bread, no crackers, just the damn soup. I ran into my good friend, Sashiel, who works over at Comedy Central. Very nice guy. We said hi, we exchanged pleasantries. It was the highlight of my experience at this fucking Helen and Hardy today because there's a huge line that goes out the door, and I go, what is going on? There's no one waiting at the soup line. It's everyone's waiting at the cashier line. Why? I don't think so, honey. Seconds. Not being able to manage the crowd during the lunch rush. I don't think so, honey. This is Hudson Square. This is, you know, not the busiest neighborhood in, in Manhattan during the day, but it's a busy one. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of people coming in from a lot of different industries and backgrounds and positions and levels of, you know, uh, uh, up the up the food chain. I don't think so, honey. You gotta figure this out. I had one soup and it took me forty minutes. Five seconds. Forty minutes for soup. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. That's one minute. Oh my wow. god! Wow, beautiful. That you know, was um,
1: really well paced. Thank you. As Motive. someone who there were was complaining about pacing earlier, I was like, "Thank oh, well, you." Someone knows about pacing.
0: I I've learned from Call Me by Your Name uh, what good and bad pacing is. Um, you know what? <laughs> you you got to figure out. We're gonna get really. The thing is,
1: <laughs> you're gonna you know, get a, partner, a lot of shade. You <laughs> can imagine
0: we have a large gay audience, yeah. and for, for us to be talking shit about calling by your I'm name, scared. I would say the last hour I loved. The okay. first hour, if they rode their fucking bike to the lake one more time, I was gonna get out of there. Uh huh. I couldn't see one more bike ride to the lake, <laughs> Parna. I'm just the it's, en- it's not. The ending was like a departure from the book, which is fine. But the takeaway from the movie is that. You know he feels a certain way, and, it, and it's that's not really the case. Well, in that's story. that is unfair of you to say about the film because he's in a whole different place in his life in the film than he is in the book. But in the book, y- you see the journey, and so that's all I'll say. Okay, Aparna we're sorry. We just ha- no, had to hash this I don't. Out. Know,
1: okay, I'm gonna. I'm. I don't know if I can summon up enough passion, but I'm gonna try. You
0: keep it as low energy or as high energy as okay. you want. Do not do not feel the need to to hit a certain decibel but this is a partner in chores i don't think so honey and her time starts now
1: i don't think so honey friends who don't text during holidays like thanksgiving weekend because uh. i feel like I We're all with our families and or loved ones and mm. or chosen families and loved ones during yes. this time. Yes. And obviously we're all supposed to be putting in quality time, but everyone reaches a limit with mm. ha- <laughs> how much family you can be around. And then if no one else is texting, I feel like I'm the only one not experiencing uh. fulfilled relationships. Oh, my God. And then, then I feel extra seconds. lonely yes. and isolated. And I need other people to be like, hey, are you tired of listening to... Uh, your mom make gentle nudges about how soon you should have kids before <sighs> they might have uh, you know seconds. birth defects or whatever oh my it is God. and if no one else texts it really feels like you're alone in the universe <laughs> <laughs> no. and especially if it, they just leave you hanging Five on seconds. an emotional you know sore that you've opened up and <sighs> then you just have to look at it and see the non-response and be like I guess you don't feel that way <laughs> and, that's <laughs> and that's one, one minute is, oh yeah
0: but finish this thought Because That was it That was it I mean I th- First of all Completely appropriate That it was Just at this nice NPR tone <laughs> This NPR level Because I kind of felt that way too I'm, I felt a little too I mean obviously For different Completely different reasons Different circumstances I was like Oh yeah I guess I'm just like at sea here or socially and I feel a little stir crazy I don't know I mean yeah. I don't know if that's exactly what well, you well I think
1: everyone feels a little stir crazy when they've had enough like home time yeah. or family time but then they feel like there's some kind of social more to not be like texting with your usual social group. Or, right. I don't know See, what it is. I'm
0: friends with a lot of trash people oh, who good. are <laughs> on their phones, and so that's not an issue for oh, us. Oh, that's great. That must be like the next level up. I, yeah. yeah like, I don't know. You gotta who, who are you? Ta- drag, drag your friends yeah, I down. Yeah, I would love to hear you down. call someone out right now. Who didn't text you back? Was Joe. It, was it Joe Firestone?
1: Yeah, it was Joe Firestone. <gasps> yeah, Fucking gotta,
0: Joe Firestone. We gotta go get her. get her. We gotta go get her. Who does she think she is? We'll drag her back in here.
1: I think it's because she's a good Person. No, no,
0: I don't think so. You know what? I take back what you said about you only trash people text back because no, no one's above it. You're, there's an etiquette. You respond if you're engaged, especially if it's one of your good friends, like a partner is to Joe, and that is not acceptable. True. I would, I would take Matt to task if he were, if he. If I didn't respond to Bowen, ooh. Oh, you wouldn't But hear the full it.
1: disclosure, I think I did not text her. Oh, I think okay. I thought about it, and then I was like, well, if she was a good friend, she would text me. She would. Knowing right. how I was feeling. Absolutely. And, and you're right about it. that. She failed.
0: I don't know if you feel like this with Joe, but I can feel how Bowen feels in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when he's gone for a long time, I know he's landing again. Mm-hmm. I will be sitting in my chair, which mm-hmm. I'm doing when he's not in the <laughs> yeah. States. I'm just sitting in my chair with my head down. And then when I feel <laughs> him touch down, I will rise up <laughs> and I will fill, fill with life again. And I'll say, hello, friend. Oh, my it's gosh. It's almost like very Luke and Leia. Luke yeah. and Leia, yeah. Leia yeah, absolutely. It's very that. Yes.
1: That was my understanding of how friendship works.
0: Absolutely. And Joe yeah. hasn't met that standard. No.
1: But, but I'll give her time. Give, her, give time.
0: her time. Because you know who else needed time? Meryl Streep. Meryl Meryl (laughs) Streep. I want to say two podcast-related things before we wrap up. Um, I want to say that you should absolutely head over to uh, Apple Podcasts, and you should give us a five-star rating, and you should give us a nice review because this really helps – the podcast rise to the top and i'm serious guys if you guys listen listening to this you know it wouldn't kill you it wouldn't kill you and look you know leave it maybe leave a rule of culture in your review maybe we'll, well, maybe we'll read it we'll canonize it and maybe by maybe we mean definitely Definitely, we'll maybe. And, um, no, again, it really helps with visibility and all that. Yeah. It hacks the algorithm. Um, also, and I want to say one other thing. I and mean, it's, it's good that we say this while our guest is here because our guest is actually a surprise story pirate. <gasps> oh, right. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. I, and I always forget that you're a story pirate.
1: Well, I was shocked that you knew because I, yes. I, it. I was one a long time ago and I haven't actually done any story pirates related stuff in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you've You've shed, shed the pirate. skin.
0: Incredible story pirate. Thank you. Did you enjoy doing it when I you I did. did. It? I loved it. I think you, it was so and fun. you and you came from a great class of people cuz cuz I think you oh. were you were on the same time as like maybe Natasha Rothwell was.
1: Yeah, but she was wow. New York and I was LA. Oh. I think that's why that's okay. it. That's why I don't know a lot of the people who were one.
0: But Still still an alumna Sometimes you don't even know it A superstar is a secret story pirate Now listen I I bring up story pirates Because I would love Especially if you're out there And you have kids Mm. um, You should check out The story pirates podcast On Gimlet Yes um, and they're so amazing. And I'm in a couple episodes. Have you been in a podcast episode yet? I haven't been in the new You'll iteration yet. Soon. But I love, I, I as a listener, someone who's not has not been involved yet, I yeah. it's such a joyful Rachel thing. Rachel Winitsky, a friend of the show, head is writer. the head writer of the podcast. It's very good and very cute. And oh. some of the stories and some of the songs and the music, it's just amazing. Well, just put and a smile on your face. It really will. And also, guys, it's short. It's like 22 minutes. It's so good. And you have interviews with the kids that wrote the stories oh. that get adapted oh it's so good Aparna. it's so nice um, um and i a, just wanted to throw them, a sh- throw them a little bit of love and one more podcast thing um you know aparna's podcast with Jacqueline novak mm-hmm. and uh, anyone any other co-hosts no just you just, and Jacqueline, just, just, blue woman group mm-hmm. you know blue what? woman group listen listen to some episodes and if you, if you run a podcasting network maybe throw your hat in for the bidding war thank
1: you i love that you know
0: now um this has been a very fun nice episode i'm really happy that we were able to spoil a million dollar baby. Yes. And talk and intellectualize Sesame Street. Yes, in yes. that way. Absolutely. Our partner, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We love you very much. We love you. Thank Likewise. you. Likewise. Now we should leave with the song. Yes. Oh, the way you smile Meryl,
2: Meryl Streep.
0: In every film, you
2: win an Oscar,
0: Meryl Streep. For every film, you smile in. Bye. (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky-crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.
1: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico,